When we give in to the pressures around us and trust in our circumstances more than God, then we give up a blessing that God could have given to us. Each time we give in, we give up something in return. Join us to see this example in action with people from the Bible. See how trusting in God can prosper you. Well, hello everyone. This is Marcus. And Tricia. And we are, of course, the messengers. As always, <gasps> and as always will be. We will. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got another great episode for you today. It's uh, totally filled with the Word of God. Yes. And we do hope and pray uh, uh, that what we're about to to teach you or show you of what, what God's shown us is that it will uh, fall upon your heart and it will grow and it will allow you to grow closer to the Lord. And uh, one of the things that we prayed the day before the show is that you would hear the voice of God. You would, you would kind of put our voices out of the way, mm-hmm. that you would hear the voice of God and that it would uh, penetrate uh, any, any kind of heart out there, whether it's a soft heart ready to receive or whether it's a hardened heart that uh, uh, ha- has a problem receiving sometimes. Yes. So we're praying for everybody out there. We, we pray that you receive this word that uh, God has for you today. Yes. Amen. And enjoy it. Yes. Amen. And we're gonna, but we always have a good time doing these, putting them together, and, you know, editing them, and, and putting in the intros and the outros, and we have a lot of fun doing this. So we hope that you guys have a lot of fun listening as well. Yes. We do want you to hear God through us. We don't want to speak our words. So if we are saying something out of line, just listen for God's word. Right. <laughs> And let us know, too. Let us know, especially. uh, Go to themessengersradio.com if you haven't been there. Or you can go to uh, the Facebook page, just facebook.com forward slash messengersradio. Or just uh, look up Messengers Radio. Yeah, or just go to messengersradio.com, and at the top right you'll see a couple of our different... like yeah, Facebook we're on and Twitter and social all media now. So just get to us from there. But let us know what you think about yes. the show. We really uh, look forward to hearing from, from everybody and what, what they're getting out of it and if they're getting anything out of it. If yes. they think it's good, if they think it's bad. I don't We'd think we've ever had negative feedback yet. So. Yeah, yeah, but hopefully we never will. Yeah, well, yeah. But we'd love to have more positive feedback. Absolutely. <laughs> so... Without any further ado, today we're going to be talking about um, if you give in, then you give up. That's right. So that is what that is the topic for today. And we'll be talking about several different people That's and right. going over some scriptures. So if you would like to begin, Madam Tricia. I sure will. So, you know, we're all tempted to give up and to like cave under pressure and not fully trust in God. And when we do give in then we miss some of the blessings that he has for us. Right. So it's like if you give in to peer pressure, then you're giving up a special blessing that God has for your life. Mm -hmm. So let's look at some of the people in the Bible who did this, who gave in. Right. So the first person we'll look at is Abraham. And uh, Abram at the time also. That's right. Yeah. But this is in Genesis 15 and also Genesis 16. So Abram had the promise of numerous descendants. That's right. And, you know, he was he was way on up in years, both he and his wife. Uh-huh. And with this promise from God, it it seemed like, you know, it since he was so old that 
neither he impossible. nor his wife believed it. Right. And it was, I mean, at the time, even even of today's standards, it would be hard to believe that somebody as old as they were mm-hmm. could have children. Mm-hmm. But God still had this promise for him. So That's he right. didn't fully trust in what God uh, had had to say and let Sari talk him into being with Hagar, her her uh, attendant, servant, attendant, servant yeah. yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so, and that wasn't God's plan, of course. Mm-hmm. But when Abraham put his trust back in God, he was blessed with his son Isaac. That's right. And you can find mm-hmm. that in Genesis 18. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know everybody, all the Israelites came from from Isaac and. Abraham right. and Isaac when he trusted God, and so right. so I'm you glad can. He did. That's right. You can make mistakes like that, but but you you can prosper in the end. Right. He just missed some of the, you know, with Ishmael he got off on the wrong path and got that was not the promise. That was a uh, a bad thing. So mm-hmm. Ishmael became the father of of many of the people who were against the Israelites. Right. They, it wasn't a good thing. They were not them. good. But the, one of the great things about it is, no matter what you've done, you can always come back to God That's and say, right. "Hey, God, you know I messed up. I, I don't know why I did this, but Father, please forgive me." And all you need to do is just ask Him forgiveness, mm-hmm. repent of what you've done, and don't do it again. Yeah. And say, "God, let's start from here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've I've messed up, but." If you'll forgive me, and he mm-hmm. will always forgive you. Yes. So don't use if you'll forgive me in your yeah. sentence. Say, God, forgive <laughs> yeah. me. Forgive me. And, <laughs> and then start over. And receive that forgiveness. Right. Don't keep beating yourself up over and over about it, which I know some of us have a tendency to do. But re- really receive that forgiveness and say, hey, I am forgived of I'm forgiven of this. And when Satan or the enemy tries to come and say, hey, you remember you did this bad thing? You can just say, no, God forgave me of that. It's gone. Or you, or you can just say, yeah, you know what? I did do that. But, you know, I've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. And the lies that you're trying to spread about this, that I'm not forgiven, it, are just lies. Yeah. And just throw it right back in the, the enemy, enemy's face. Like, yeah. Right back at your face. They're slick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great shirt today I want to share with you. It was so neat. It just said, not today, Satan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'd love to get that shirt. That was, that was... That's awesome. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so let's go on to Samson. He was another person that gave in. Right. And you can find this in Judges 16, 1 through 20. So he had the promise of strength. He was the strongest man. But after nagging from Delilah... He trusted more in telling her his secret than trusting in God. So the whole story was, you know, the strangest thing to me, but he married Delilah and she was like, well, tell me your strength. Tell me how you get your strength. And she wanted to tell the other men, the Philistines, what his strength was so they could come in and take it away from him. Did he marry Delilah? I don't think he married Delilah. I think they were just... Just together? She, yeah. I don't well, think they got married. Look that up in your Bible. <laughs> you look Pre- that up. Trisha wrong. <laughs> so, and then you tell us the answer. No. But um See we they, can all make mistakes. <laughs> they were they were together, however it was, they were together. And he was so strong and and the Philistines, who was Delilah's people, they wanted her to find out his strength so they could kill him. And 
she asked him over and over and over, and he'd give her these strange things. answers. Yeah, and so she would do them, you know, and then it wouldn't lose his strength. So she'd be like, oh, you lied to me. Well, always amazes me because it's like, if they tried to kill him once when he told her a lie, like, why would he keep telling her these things if they this, keep trying to kill him? This went on three <laughs> times. I mean, it was he, more he than told, three. Well, he told her three times the fake things. Yeah, it was fake things. Um, but she finally just wore him down. Yeah, you just know? nagging just like, and nagging. <gasps> I would, you know, me, I guess it's me as a woman, I would just be like, whatever, go away, I don't need you anymore. <laughs> and, and me, but, as a guy, I would have said after the first time, hey, take a hike, uh, yeah. get out of here, but, you know, I don't care how but, hot you are. <laughs> I, <laughs> he obviously cared how hot she was, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but then, so, after nagging and nagging, he finally said, okay, if you shave my head, I will lose all my power. And she did. She called the Philistines in, they shaved his head, and he went to to kill him like he did before, and he had no strength. Yeah. So he had that blessing from God, but when he trusted more in Delilah than in God, he um, he lost everything. Right. So then they captured him, and he was a, a slave to them. But then in the end, when he did trust God, and he asked for his help, then right. he took down more Philistines than that when day. he was alive. That one day. And the fact is that they had they had put out his eyes. Yeah. They had him working down in like the darkest part. You Dungeons. Know, uh, well, not the dungeon, but they had him work like pushing this thing to grind stuff. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they brought him up to parade him around to show mm -hmm. that they had taken all of his strength away and his hair started to grow back. Mm -hmm. But the fact is it wasn't the hair it was the that, trust. That was it. Was the trust exactly? Mm -hmm. So uh, Samson had somebody place him between two of these pillars mm -hmm. that he could put both of his arms on, and he just mm -hmm. prayed, "God, give me, give me the strength. strength." And he not only did all these Philistines die, but he died that day as well. Mm -hmm. He did. He 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 was crushed under all all the the rock and everything. So. Yeah, and there was thousands of them. They were they were all coming together. Um, as a feast, the king, um, all the noblemen, all all the important people then. <laughs> and they all died all at once. Right. So take that, I guess, huh? Uh -huh. So Don't be against God. So, yeah, trust in God and he'll right. get you through. All right, so the next person we're going to look at is little S, Satan. Yeah, <laughs> I never put a capital on his name. I always put it small. And word correct always, you know, lights that up like... That's a name. I'm like, I don't care about that name. It's... And there's a reason we put it small, because he is really small. He is. You know, yeah. I, He's not even day, worth a gonna, capital. <laughs> when we see what he really is, we're just going to be looking at him like, that's it. What? That's you? So, huh? All right, so what we're talking about in Satan, uh, or Lucifer, as, it, as he was called in, in heaven, is also found in Isaiah 14, verses 12 to 15, and also Luke 10, 18. So Lucifer had the promise of being second in command of all of heaven. It's amazing. But when he became selfish, he didn't trust God. He fell from heaven, and he was never able to return. And he's been here all this time. But he That's is right. the God of this world, basically. That's right. He's the ruler of this world. Mm -hmm. And he even took Jesus up on this mountain uh, during the temptation and said, Hey, 
I'll give all this to you if all if you'll just bow down before me. Mm-hmm. And Jesus didn't say, you're lying to me. You don't have all this. Jesus knew he had all this. Mm-hmm. But Jesus always answered him back with scripture that's as well. Right. So that's why we need to know mm-hmm. our scripture. Because when the devil comes against us, and even he'll use scripture against us, but he'll twist it. Mm-hmm. But we need to know the truth about what the word says. Right. Because if we don't, then we will easily fall into mm-hmm. uh, the lie of the, de- of, the, of the devil, of the mm-hmm. enemy, of Satan, of Lucifer, mm-hmm. of whatever you want to call him. He's mm-hmm. just, I just call him the liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. all he is. He is. He, can't, he really can't tell the truth about anything. No. So, he can't. Yeah. All right. So let's go on to Judas. Hmm. Judas Iscariot. There are a couple other Judases, but Judas Iscariot is the one who gave in. Right. In Matthew 26, 14 through 15, like, this whole situation happened throughout the Gospels. Right. But, basically, he had the promise of being one of the 12 closest disciples to Jesus. That's amazing. But when he trusted more in money than in God, he lost everything, including his life. Exactly. If I had a chance to be one of Jesus' 12 closest friends, my (laughs) goodness, there wouldn't have been money in the world. (laughs) Right, not enough money, exactly. But he was blind. He was blind, like so many people of the world today are blind. Right. It's very sad. It is very sad. And, you know, if once we become blind and we don't see the truth, then all we see is the physical. Yeah. And all we start doing is trusting in ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's trusting in the things that we can do for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we take ownership of all these things. Mm-hmm. We take ownership of finances. We take ownership of problems. We take ownership of all these different things that come against us. And what we should be doing is releasing this ownership to God, mm-hmm. releasing our finances, our problems, everything that comes against us. If we were, if we'll release that ownership and say, God, what are we going to do here? And Just not trusting trust. God to take care of the whole thing, but trusting God to answer you and guide you and lead you to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Then that is when we'll start seeing ourselves prosper. That's right. Amen. Amen. So, yeah, Judas definitely didn't. <laughs> Judas de- definitely didn't know. A, trust a gr- God. Trust, he trust he in gave in. Right. He so gave in. Right. <laughs> All right. So let's look at a couple of people that didn't give in. Yeah. And these Yay. are some great, great stories. <laughs> yes, they we, are. We absolutely encourage you to go read these. Yes, we do. Read all these. Because we can learn from the people that did give in, too. That's right. This is this is how we learn, even today still, is through the Bible, through these people who went through all these situations, and they may have failed, and that's where we see, hey, we're not going to do that. That's a bad thing. And they <laughs> prospered, and we're like, hey, let's do that, because that, that good thing happened. Right. So let's look at Joseph. And you can find... This in Genesis 37 through 41. And he had the promise from a young age that he would rule. And he trusted in God throughout all the horrible things that happened to him. And he prospered where others would have given up. Absolutely. He held on to that promise that he had. And even through the worst of times, through his brothers selling him and through Potiphar's wife, like, you know, lying about him and being in jail. Um, 
He prospered everywhere he went. Even they put him in jail, and he prospered so much he was right. in control of the whole jail. <laughs> <laughs> and the jailer just had, knew there was nothing he had to worry about. That's right. So, I mean, when you have that kind of prosperity in your life, there's only one thing you could be doing. You you have to be trusting God. That's right. And there's just no no way around it. Because mm-hmm. nobody can do some do the things that Joseph did without that trust. Yeah. And and everything that happened to him. He could have easily given up. You know, his brothers threw him in a hole, then brought him out and sold him into slavery. He could have had the attitude, well, my family doesn't like me. My brothers hate me. I'm just going to hate them back, you know. and. Right. And just been a cynic, but he didn't. He he trusted in God, and he prospered. So. All right, so let's go on to David. Man, what another phenomenal read all of First Sam, First and Second Samuel. <laughs> yeah. But what we're going to be looking at mainly right here is First Samuel seventeen verses twenty six to fifty. So David had the promise of being king. He did. When he trusted God and get and get didn't give in to the protests of the Israelites, he was able to kill Goliath. And he didn't buckle under peer pressure. Because right. his brothers were telling him, what are you doing here? You just want to come see the fight. And, you know, he, he came there to bring his brothers some food. Food, I know. And, <laughs> and bring back uh, whatever his dad, just word, News. word yeah. to his father. So that his but, father would be comforted knowing that his sons were okay. Right. But, but no, I mean, once again, David being a young man, mm-hmm. he was uh, just ridiculed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. by his brothers. Many people are who are working for God's service. We've kind of seen a pattern here? <laughs> I think so. Although we'll see another side of David <laughs> towards the end of the show. But he had the opportunity to listen to all the thousands of Israelites around him. You can't do that. You can't kill the, the giant. You can't go after him. You're just a little kid. But he didn't listen to that peer pressure. He said no. Right. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine, you know, talking about my God? Right. And he he persevered because he stood up for God. And he, and he, well, he took it personally, too. He did, yeah. Because other people didn't take it personally. Mm-mm. They were just afraid for their lives. Yeah. But, yeah, when you, when you take... When you take ownership of what something says... When somebody says something about God, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, that's my God you're talking about, uh, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, God, God will bless you. Yes, you will. All right, so you want to talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Well, certainly. Well, go ahead. (laughs) Another great story. So this is also found in Daniel 3, verses 8 to 30. Now, these three young men had the promise that if they trusted God, they would prosper, right? That's right. And they did. They trusted, and they didn't bow down to anyone other than God, even though they were told to. Yes. So the, uh, they stood on his word, and they thrived. That's right. So I'm, I hope everybody knows the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. If not, we'll give you, can, you a quick little yeah, uh, over, overhaul, overhaul, or not overhaul, <laughs> but a, a cliff notes of the story. Okay. So the king had made this, this giant golden statue. King and, Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar, right. And he said that it was in his image. So every time they heard the music play, everybody was supposed to bow down and worship this golden statue of Nebuchadnezzar. Mm-hmm. Well, these three young men refused to do it. That's right. And some of his officials found out about it and said, King Nebuchadnezzar, these kids won't bow down to your uh, statue. 
when they played the music. So he got furious. He had them brought before him and said, look, I'm going to give you one more chance to bow down before this statue when they when they play the music. And they're like, no, no we're not no. going to do it. Uh-huh. They stood their ground, and King Nebuchadnezzar got so angry, he said, I'm going to throw you into this fiery furnace, and you are going to die. Mm-hmm. Nobody can save you in there. And Shadrach, Meshach, <laughs> and Abednego were like, well, you know what? You can throw us in there if you want to. You can kill us, but we're not going to bow down to your statue no matter yeah. what. They stood their ground, mm-hmm. and they said, even if we perish... Mm-hmm. we will not bow down to your statue. Mm-hmm. So what happened? Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar made this, made this furnace so hot. Seven times hotter. Right, that when the, pe- the, the soldiers that were throwing them in there got close to this fire, they died. Mm-hmm. They were burned up. Mm-hmm. However, they threw these three boys in the furnace, and Nebuchadnezzar looked in and said, hey, wait a minute, didn't we just throw three people in there? Now there's like a fourth person in there. And here's what I understand. How did he understand? He said, it looks like the Son, Son of God, God in there. Mm-hmm. How did he know what the Son of God looked like? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. You know? And then, long story short, they came out. They didn't smell like fire. They didn't smell like burnt. Nothing mm-hmm. was wrong with their clothes. Yeah. They weren't even hot. Mm-hmm. But these three young men came out. And Nebuchadnezzar said, well, you know what? You're right. Every, Don't bow down to this thing. Nobody's yeah. going to bow down. Everybody is going to bow down to the the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, which is That's the right. one true, true God, God. That's right. and changed a lot of different things and mm-hmm. the way they did things. Mm-hmm. And they were made higher. Yeah, they were. They prospered. They yeah. were made, um, I don't remember the word, but they were put in charge of a lot of different Right. So they didn't bend things. down to the peer pressure That's right. of what everybody else was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they knew who their God was. And they didn't care if they died. That's if right. they died, they, they would have gone on to be with God. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, they stood their ground. And they said, no, I'm not, I'm not going against what mm-hmm. God says. And they didn't do it. And you know, another way that just reminded me, when they had their promise, they had been taken, those three and Daniel had been taken mm-hmm. as part of the Israelites who were young men, who were good looking and strong and prosperous and and so the king said i want these men to come with me and we'll make a great we'll make great soldiers out of them well david and shadrach meshach and abednego said you know the king said they'll eat at my table they'll eat all this food they'll be smart they'll do all this stuff and it wasn't just these four it was all of the kids yeah right all of them so but these four said can we just eat our regular diet which was vegetables things like that and and the guy, the guy in charge of him was like, I don't know. The king will get mad at me if you don't look good like the other kids. And, <laughs> and they said, well, just give us, give us a short while. And they, and they did. And they prospered. They were smarter. They were better. They were stronger. They were, you know, more, more. <laughs> so more, more. <laughs> they were more, more. And, and so when the king saw that, he was impressed by them. Right. And so, but God had promised them, if you stay true to my ways, then you will prosper. Right. And they didn't give in to the peer pressure. I'm sure the food was delicious at the king's table, <laughs> but they stayed true to their God. Right. And, and so that was another way that they had that promise yeah. that if they trusted God, they would prosper. Yeah. All right. Well, let's okay. move on. Let's move We're going to look at uh, the next person. You want to get this one? Let's do Paul. All right. 
there's so many things about Paul, but he trusted when God promised that he would witness to the Gentiles. Mm -hmm. And that is a whole crazy story because he was a Jew through and through, a Pharisee. And when God sent him to the Gentiles, he's like, I don't know about this God, but I trust you (laughs) and I will do what you want me to do. So even though he had what he called a thorn in his flesh, he still persevered and became an example to all of us even today. Right, and it's interesting to, to kind of look at what he called a thorn in the flesh and never really distinguished exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. But he asked God three times to take it away from him, mm-hmm. and God even said, hey, my grace is sufficient. And we'll so let's read look, that. Yeah, let's look at Second uh, Corinthians 12, verses 6 through 10. And this is out of the NLT version. If I wanted to boast... I would be no fool in doing so because I would be telling the truth. But I won't do it because I don't want anyone to give me credit beyond what they can see in my life or hear in my message, even though I have received such wonderful revelations from God. To keep me from becoming proud, I was given a thorn in the flesh, a messenger from Satan, to torment me and keep me from becoming proud. Mm-hmm. Three different times I begged the Lord to take it away. And each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So, now I'm glad to boast about my weakness so that the power of Christ can work through me. And that's why I take pleasure in my weaknesses and in the insults, hardships, persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's a good good thing to believe. <laughs> All right. So when we trust in the Lord, as it says in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, we will be rewarded. Right. So let's look at that. This is out of the NIV. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I stress that, your own understanding. That's right. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. That's right. So he kind of gives you a promise. He tells you, he kind of lays that sentence out. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't look at your circumstances around you. Right. And when you submit to God, he will make your path straight. You have that promise. He will be with you. He will take care of things. But you have to submit and you have to trust God. We are promised blessings by God and we will have them when we trust in Him completely. We will have trials, but it's how we act during those trials that show our true character. And you know, most of the time, our miracle is in the fire. Right. So now you and I were talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's that was, right. That was where the miracle was. I mean, Jesus was there with them. With them. That's right. So if we look at Second Peter 1, verses 3 through 4, this is out of the NIV. It says, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him, who calls us by His own glory and goodness. Through these, He has given us His very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. That's right. 
And then we'll also look at uh, Psalms 56, verses 3 through 4 out of the NIV. It says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God, I trust and am not afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That's so cool. When you get into that frame of mind, when you're like, I am trusting in God so much, nobody can touch me. I am not afraid of anybody. What can (laughs) they do to me? I have God. You know, we all face trials of many kinds. But when we hold true to our faith and trust in God, we will prosper. We may not always see the way we prosper, but we do. We can rest assured that we do. It may not always be like this big grand thing, you know, like you say, oh, I didn't see me receive $300,000, so I must not have prospered. (laughs) But you may not have seen the, you know, $30 that got you food through the week. Right. You know what I mean? So you did prosper. And if we give in to the peer pressure around us, then we'll forfeit the prosperity that God has in mind for us. This does not mean that we will never be blessed. That doesn't mean we'll never have any prosperity. Nothing like that. It just means that we have lost out on a blessing we would have received. It was this way with David and Bathsheba. We're going to go back to David here. He messed up big time with Bathsheba. And his whole family was affected. David was blessed beyond measure after he repented. But think of how much more blessings he could have had if he hadn't made that mistake with Bathsheba. And you can find that in 2 Samuel 12, 1 through 14 has that whole whole account. And that, that is mostly... 1 through 14 is where Nathaniel rebukes David. Right. And that's an interesting story, too. <laughs> but, um, but we find out that, you know, David's whole family was cursed because of that. And even the baby that he and Bathsheba had. The first one. The first one right. died. The, right. When, um, before they were married, when they made that baby and all right. that other stuff. Out of they, sin. Yeah. The oh, baby sin. died. Right. And and all his children were affected because of it. So it's just a sad thing. But that doesn't mean that he was never blessed again or he would never prospered. Right. Well, he but, had Solomon Yeah. after that, which but I Solomon think, was phenomenal too. I think God would have brought Solomon <laughs> somehow <laughs> to even to prosper, even without all that negative things right but but you're right prosperity does come out of trials when you um, make a mistake and repent and then go forth then right. you can have prosperity and that's what david and like you said that's exactly what david did mm-hmm. he was blessed after he repented mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, there's even a whole psalm written about that yeah where david repented about the whole thing with Bathsheba. <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well you know we have the choice to give in and not trust God. But we will forfeit a special blessing from God. It's just, we don't know what it is. We may never know what it is. But it's something special that if we would have not given in and given way to our circumstances and trusted in them more than God, there was a, there's a special blessing for those who don't give in. Right. So, 
We also have the choice to choose not to give in and receive prosperity from God. So it's a choice that, you know, these people we've told you about made. You know, they, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego made the choice. They had to choose not to look at the circumstances around them and say, no, we're going to serve our God. And you have that very same choice. Right. You absolutely do. So it talks about it in Deuteronomy. This is Deuteronomy 30, verses 19 through 20 out of the NIV. It says, This day I call the heavens and the earth as witnesses against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. And here he gives you the answer. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this was specifically for the Israelites. But we, as we've been grafted in, we have all these promises that he gave to, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But other than that, it says, choose life. There's so many things in there. Choose life and your children can live and that you can listen to God's voice and you can hold on to them, to him. And he will give you many years. And there's so many blessings in that verse. We just, just encourage you to look through Deuteronomy 30, verse 19 through 20. It's, it's so amazing. So we encourage you, choose life. And even though it may be harder, it's a lot harder sometimes to stand and say, I'm trusting in God. It's maybe harder to do that, but the reward is worth it in the end every single time. Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> so we've come to the end of our show, and every, every time we close the show, we give you, the listener, the choice to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never done this. Now, this is the most important decision that anybody will ever make in their entire life. It's more important than any college decision, uh, whatever you, you want to do for uh, your job. You know, you may have been trained for all these different things and, and be perfect in your job, but you may be upset in your job or not like it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but it, it's more important, this decision for, for Jesus Christ is more important than anything that you will ever make a decision for in your entire life. So, don't take my word for it. Let's look at, let's look at <laughs> yeah. God's word and see what his promises is, are. So, Romans 10, verses 9 through 10 says that if you will confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now, if you look at Romans 10, verse 13, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. So by His grace, God has already done everything to provide salvation. Jesus has already taken care of it all. Your part is to do two things. Just simply believe and receive. So if you're ready to believe and receive and change your eternal address today, I would like for you to pray this out loud with me. And believe it in your heart, what you're about to say. Yes. Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. 
I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. So the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And that means that you've been born again. So welcome to your brand new life. Yes. And if you've just prayed that, we'd like to hear from you. Uh, you can go to our website at themessengersradio.com or go to our Facebook page, just simply Messengers Radio, and let us know. Uh, we'd like to help you out in any way that we can. If you need a Bible or if you need encouragement, if you need something to, to study, man, we'll, do every, we'll bend over backwards to do whatever we can to get you uh, learning about the, the uh, decision you have just made. That's right. Because just, just saying that and staying there and not learning anymore is very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because the devil will come back and tell you that, try to tell you that, uh, you know, the decision you just made didn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And it's very important that you understand the decision that you made, if you meant it from your heart, meant everything. Everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> so drop us a line. Let us know. And until next episode, we look forward to hearing from you guys and getting your next one out. That's right. We well, love you guys. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Messengers. And don't forget to visit us at our website, www.themessengersradio.com.